Hi, I'm Mark and a really warm welcome to the first Service Design Show podcast episode of 2019. This show is all about helping you to do work that makes you proud by designing and delivering services that have a positive impact on people and are good for business. In this episode, I want to look back on 2018 and give you a preview of what's coming up in 2019. And if you're even remotely interested in customer journey mapping, make sure you stick around till the very end of this episode because I've got some really interesting and exciting news for you. So 2018 was really a big year for the show. And especially thanks to people like you who have been listening, reaching out to me and supporting the show throughout all the year. I was really able to get some of the smartest minds uh, in our field to collaborate on the show, to do an interview. And it's really hard to pick a favorite. I don't have any favorites, but some of the highlights were like Steve Portugal, who talked about the user um, research, uh, Roberto Verganti, who talked about... Uh, critical thinking, there was a great episode. And of course, uh, Joe Pine, who talked about the experience economy and why we should be designing experiences instead of services. We also, uh, in the beginning of the year, did a collaboration with the Global Service Jam, which was really awesome. And I hope to uh, continue this collaboration also this year. So if you're interested in the Global Service Jam, uh, I think it's happening in March again this year. So make sure you find uh, a local jam near you or maybe even host one yourself. And last year, I also launched a new video format uh, where I try to answer some of the big questions in service design. And those shorter videos have really resonated with you. So uh, I'll keep that up for sure this year. And one of the recent videos, one of the recent questions that I talked about was, can organizations actually learn service design? If you haven't seen that video, check it out. Um, it uh, definitely spur quite a discussion on LinkedIn. So that's also my goal to, yeah, to facilitate uh, a meaningful discussion within the community through these shorter videos and yeah. I'll be doing more of them for sure this year. A thing that is new uh, and planned for this year, which I'm also really excited about, and I'm not yet sure how it will play out, but um, that is my ambition and goal to collaborate with conferences and bring you content basically from the main stage of these conferences. It's sort of like a service design show live, maybe a service design show on location. And uh, you're the first one hearing this in this episode, um, but I've uh, organized um, a cooperation with the Design Ops Conference that will be taking place in, at the end of May this year in Manchester. And the conference is organized by one of the former guests of the show, Peter Fossick. And one of the keynotes at that conference is Doug Powell, of course, also one of the previous guests. Um, so yeah, I will be there uh, in Manchester uh, and trying to bring you 
really valuable content from what's happening there. So if you are interested in design ops, how to scale design and design themes uh, within agencies and organizations, make sure you check out that conference, which might be really interesting for you. And of course, if you know conferences that might be interesting for me to visit with the show, let me know and I'll see if I can make a collaboration happen. That would be great. Now we're rolling into the next topic. And as you probably know, since 2017, I've been also running a course called Selling Service Design with Confidence. And when I say course, I'm actually not really doing uh, this justice as it's become much more of a community of like-minded people who sort of deeply believe in the value of service design, but face day-to-day challenges, convincing their clients and their colleagues of the value of service design. So this course has been around uh, 2017. And what really excites me is that this community has um, grown to uh, a really diverse set of people coming from over 30 different countries. And there are freelancers in there, uh, people from agencies have joined, which makes sense as they need to sell uh, service design to clients but also a lot of people from in-house teams trying to scale service design, trying to get more resources to do proper service design work. So I'm really excited by the fact that that community is also growing. And what's really cool is that it's not only the course and the lessons and the videos that are in there, but we also on a regular basis share Uh, real life war stories to learn from each other and see what's happening and what's working in Mexico versus what's working in Sweden. So if you'd like to know more about this course, Selling Service Design with Confidence, just drop me a message on LinkedIn and I'll uh, give you all the info you need. Now, the big news that I already hinted upon at the beginning of this episode If you're remotely interested in customer journey mapping or know somebody who is, now is the time to really pay close attention. Last year, Daniel Ewermant, who is the founder of uh, the Swedish service design agency, one of the leaders in Scandinavia, Transformator, and currently is the CEO of Costalance, which is an online customer journey mapping tool. Um, And I collaborated on what I believe to be the most helpful customer journey mapping course that is out there. And this course, uh, we titled it The Perfect Map. So why a course on customer journey mapping, you might ask? Well, what we've seen, what Danielle and I have seen, is that there is a really small group of people that are able to create maps that truly drive customer-centric change. But unfortunately, most People spend their time and energy making maps that uh, eventually end up decorating office walls. And we saw that if you want to make maps that uh, that really make an impact, you have to answer some of the key questions like, how detailed should my map be? How much information should there uh, be in the map? How uh, deep should it be? And also questions like, how do I make it look good and credible for my colleagues without learning uh, Photoshop? And questions like, how do I structure my map in a way that engages with stakeholders and also helps me to get buy-in from from them? So 
the problem that we see is that when you, for instance, grab a customer journey mapping template from the internet, and there are many of them out there, these templates don't help you actually to answer some of the key questions that I just mentioned. And Daniel has been creating maps uh, with and for clients since 1999 and currently in his role as the CEO of Costalance. He hears firsthand even more stories from people about what truly works for them and what doesn't. So we sat down and literally for almost a year, we crafted a course that not only shows you the steps and the process you need to take to create a good map, but also, and this is really the uh, valuable and interesting part, I think, also the reasoning and thinking uh, behind all this. We released the course at the end of 2018 and kept it a little bit under the radar up till now because now the first group of students has gone through the course and I'm super excited to also share the course with you. So if you want to create better customer journey maps in less time and you want to prevent that your efforts go to waste on maps that end up just decorating office walls or you know somebody who might be interested in this and they don't have to be service designers at all. This is a great moment to sign up for the course. As for a few more days, we're giving a whopping 75% discount on the regular course price, which means that you can get on board on the course for just 47 euros. Um, if you'd like to learn more about the course, uh, head over to servicedesignshow.com slash TPM. So... Basically, the servicedesignshow.com slash the perfect map, but servicedesignshow.com slash TPM. And I'll also make sure to include the link in the show notes of this episode. I'm really excited about this year. And like I said, I'll do everything I can to support you to do more work that truly makes you proud. And once again, I want to thank you for being part of this community because without you, there wouldn't be a service design show. I feel proud and humbled that I can be part of your two-weekly routine, whether you're commuting to work, doing your exercises, or cleaning the house. That's what I'm doing when I'm listening to podcasts. I hope we can continue our journey together this year. So thanks a lot for listening to this episode of the Service Design Show. I'll catch you in two weeks' time with a brand new episode. See you then.